0: I remember walking up the concrete steps to a faded brown apartment building. I remember a dimly lit kitchen. I remember sitting in my dad's lap, clinging to him. I knew why we were there. For my dad to do drugs. At the age of five, I didn't know exactly what drugs were, but I knew they were bad. And I knew the people in the kitchen were the ones my parents thought about. I thought that maybe if I didn't let go, he wouldn't be able to do drugs. If I pleaded with him to go, maybe we'd leave. I never succeeded. In the early morning of September 1st, 2012, my boyfriend woke me up from a restless sleep. Caitlin, he said, the police are here and they need to talk to you. The officer was standing near the front door with his hands resting on his belt. Miss Thompson, are you the eldest daughter of Anthony Reyes Thompson? I nodded. I'm sorry to inform you. Your father has died of an apparent overdose. I didn't cry. I had prepared myself for this moment. I thought, God, If only an addict could know what this feels like for his child, maybe he wouldn't start using in the first place. I wanted my dad to choose me instead of the drugs. And despite what I know about the disease of addiction, I still want this. Now, as a mom of two young girls, I understand even less how my dad could choose the drugs over me. Sober, My dad was a beautiful human being. He loved being outdoors, gardening, fishing, hunting. I can picture him now in the kitchen cooking Mexican food, what he grew up on. He loved writing, art and music, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, Zeppelin and Bowie, sober, My dad could make me feel so loved. It was like he really saw me for who I was, and he was so damn proud of me. Then there was my other dad, the one on drugs. He didn't see me at all. It was like I disappeared, but I couldn't hide from the chaos the drugs created. No. I lived with the uneasy feeling of never knowing what to expect from him. I remember being eight years old, and I had spent the day shopping with my mom and great-grandmother. When we got home, I was so excited to show my dad my new clothes. I went running to find him. But as soon as I turned the corner into the backyard, the wind was completely knocked out of me. There was my grandparent's king-sized mattress thrown out the second-story window, and my small trampoline now bent in half because my dad had ran it over with his truck in a fit of rage while high. I used to hide my dad's keys or wallets. I thought maybe if he didn't leave the house, he wouldn't be able to do drugs, and my parents wouldn't fight. Now, if you're wondering what my mom was doing, While all this was going on, she was doing the best she could, coping with the storm that addiction creates. As an adult, I got better about setting boundaries for myself. When my dad called, I had a reminder message pop up on my phone. Dad, do not answer after 5 p.m. I had got used to spending time sitting in the ER after he had been on a bender. I love my dad, but I lived with the ongoing anxiousness, sadness, and deep shame caused by his addictions. I want to share my story because throughout New England, there are thousands of children just like me. Right here, In Portsmouth, at the Chase home down the street, half of the kids are there because of drug and alcohol abuse in their home. Their story is different from mine, but it's also exactly the same. One similar story I'll bet we'll share is this. I remember in middle school when the D.A.R.E. officer came into our class, I was overwhelmed with anxiety. I felt like he was staring right at me when he taught our class how to identify and avoid illegal substances. I was terrified he knew what was going on in my home. At the same time, I wanted to scream, my dad does drugs. The stuff is in my house right now. Take him to jail. Make this, just make this all go away. Children like me wake up anxious. They struggle to make decisions. They find it hard to believe that things can get better. Even when minor conflict arises, the stakes feel too high, and they go into fight-or-flight mode. They may find times of peace, but then something will happen to blow things up again. I'm working on healing though I don't have all the answers. We talk a lot about the addicts, but it's time we talk about the children of these addicts. Children like me, who lived in the shadow of drugs, who felt invisible and therefore irrelevant, Children like me, who felt unworthy of love and belonging. Children like me, who need to be seen. Thank you.